Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. What the hell are the Yankees doing rolling out Juan Soto and introducing him for the first time via Zoom? You just made the greatest acquisition you can possibly make this all. You finally turned the fans back in your favor. Everybody wanted to fire Cashman, get rid of Boone, get rid of Boone. This guy stinks. That guy stinks. Hal isn't doing what he used to do. They go out there. They get Juan Soto via trade, and they introduce him to the fans. Via Zoom! Like, talk about a missed opportunity. I'm not trying to make too big of a deal of how somebody gets unveiled, but part of the appeal of getting a massive superstar like Juan Soto is having the pomp and circumstance around unveiling your new toy to your fan base, to the city of New York. Think about this for a second. We got to see more of Jason Zillow, who is the Yankees PR guy, more of his nostril hair than we did of Juan Soto actually wearing a Yankees jersey. You know, I'm seeing the media members asking questions more so than Juan Soto standing up on a dais with Brian Cashman, with Aaron Boone, with Hal Steinbrenner, and wearing a a pinstripe Yankee jersey. I just don't get it now. Aside from that, which I found embarrassing, not the biggest deal, but embarrassing. You get a new toy, you get one of the best players in the game, show them off to the fans, show them off to your city. But bigger than that was what Juan Soto actually had to say in this meeting of the media for the first time as a member of the New York Yankees. Make no mistake about it. Juan Soto is playing for one year. This is it. He was asked about extensions and could he be lured by the Yankees and maybe the power of the pinstripes could keep him here for going free agency. Nonsense. Juan Soto was bullish on it, basically saying he's been dealing with this for years. He's focused on trying to win a championship now, but not looking ahead 
and not thinking long term. And I'm paraphrasing here, of course, I'm not going to give you the exact quotes of the whole thing. But basically, he said it's about this year, right now, going to enjoy his time with Aaron Judge and the Yankees while he is here. So, even if Juan Soto is a one-year rental, it is still 1,000% the right move for Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner, the Yankees, to go all in to try to get him. And do get him, obviously. However, you better win now. And I'm not talking about winning the division. I'm not talking about getting back to the postseason. I'm talking about winning the whole damn thing. I wanted to curse, but I'm not sure. Am I allowed to? We got to check. I got to check with Hoff and the boss if I could curse on this podcast. Now, it's new. Like, obviously, I can't curse on the radio, but on the podcast, maybe I can curse. And it would have been more emphatic there if I said the word I wanted to. Use your imagination. It begins with an F. But it is time for the Yankees to win the whole thing now and then worry about the extension for Soto in the offseason. And it is not going to be easy because he is going to want to get paid, especially with Shohei Otani getting the contract that he just got. Deferrals or not, Soto's getting well over $500 million. If Otani could get seven, Soto's going to get more than five. And he's going to test the market. He's waited this long. There is no, oh, well, the Yankees traded for him, and maybe he'll be here for a year and love it and love the short porch and right and love the fans. Bull crap. He's going to enjoy it for a year. He's going to go play his rear end off to try to win a World Series for the Yankees, and I think it's going to be great and fun watching him. He's going to be terrific. Maybe not a better show in town than Judge Soto in that Yankee lineup. But it is a one-year excursion here between Soto and the Yankees, at least for now. Look, it could change, but he's playing this out and will test the open market. And when you think about it, it's dangerous knowing that you could end up losing him to the Mets, which means the only way the Yankees guarantee themselves making this trade worth it while it was the right move, the only way they guarantee making it worth it is to go out there and win the World Series. And that's the expectations, like it or not. Yamamoto or not, doesn't matter. Yankees have to win the World Series now. It's about this year. I respect the move, all-in, power move. You go get the guy that you wanted. It changes the narrative. All right, so you screwed up. You unveiled him via Zoom. That's over with now. You move on. You're going to have him in that lineup with Aaron Judge. You have to go out there and win the World Series now. And if that means overextending for whoever, Yamamoto or bringing in somebody else at the end, you know, more pitching, make a trade for some pitching, this is an all-in year for the New York Yankees. This is not about a long-term play. It is about right now with Juan Soto. But watching him, even though he put on the Yankee hat, even though he, you know, talked about trying to win a World Series now and, and talked about the importance of playing in New York and understanding all that stuff, his love for playing in New York as a visitor. He clearly is a guy who is focused on the mission at hand one year with the New York Yankees and nothing beyond at the moment. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him. I think he can handle it. Be curious to see what other moves the Yankees make here to try to complete the puzzle to go out there and try to win a World League Series in 2024. But this is not about 
even, you know, it's not even about the evil empire being back because without Juan Soto long term, you know, this it's really not that big of a deal. One year, it's huge. Beyond that, we don't know that Juan Soto is going to be in pinstripes. And I think that was a risk that the Yankees took, but I think it was a well-worth risk that they took. Yeah, I don't care who they trade. I don't care if those guys turn out to, you know, I like Brito, uh, Michael King, whatever. I don't care if those guys turn out to be stars. It's still the right move. But I do think there was a thought that because it was the Yankees, and even myself, I was guilty of it, because it was the Yankees that traded for Juan Soto, that he would be lured by the power of the pinstripes and maybe sign an extension, maybe forego free agency, or maybe be more likely to be here at the end of the year. Soto, in his initial press conference as a Yankee, was no-nonsense, non-committal, didn't even joke. Think about it. He didn't even joke about, oh, yeah, I'd love to be here forever. We'll see what happens. I can't wait to put on the uniform. He was all business, and that has to concern Yankee fans beyond the 2024 season. All right, look, I mean, look, Yamamoto is going to be up next year, and that's a battle between the Mets and Yankees, of course. Uh, Maybe the Dodgers get involved. But the story for me today is about Juan Soto and that press conference, which I found to be embarrassing, and more so than the embarrassment of the Zoom, just that there was no indication from Juan Soto that he would be looking to be long-term with the Yankees. One other thing, if I may, and I got to say this here, and like I said, I'm excited to be doing this WFAN Daily because it gives me a little chance, you know, to free myself from BT. While I love working with them, of course, and we have so much fun, you know, I know we can't do There's certain things I want to do that maybe I used to do on the overnight or now I could do on this podcast that I can't do with BT during our midday show. And one of those things is talk a little puck. What the hell is going on with Igor Shesterkin? He has been terrible. The Rangers have one of the best records in the league, maybe the best, in fact. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, looking at the standings as we record this live here. You know, but the the Rangers, one of the best teams in the NHL, and Igor Shesterkin, who's supposed to be one of the best goalies in the NHL, has been brutal. They got to get that fixed. That is an alarming problem for a team that has everything else buttoned up. Man, it feels good to talk some hockey, doesn't it? It feels good to talk some hockey. Maybe I'm going to force it on BT today. Who knows? But Shesterkin being so bad against the Maple Leafs last night, that is just something. And it's a continuation where Jonathan Quick has been the better goalie for this team. So nice to talk some Rangers on top of the top story. That is Juan Soto. Of course, Tommy DeVito has been a big part of things. We talked about him a lot. We'll continue to do so with the Giants being relevant now. You got the Jets trying to, you know, keep hope alive as they'll take on Miami. Who knows what's going to, going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. If the Jets, in fact, could win this game against Miami, who somehow just lost to Tennessee. So, you know, there's a lot going on. Knicks, too. You know, we could get to them along the way. There's a lot going on in New York sports. The hot stove is on fire right now with the Yankees getting Soto, with the Mets and Yankees chasing Yamamoto. So we'll stay in, in touch with that, and you know maybe that'll be something here that we could react to in the coming days. Uh, but that's what this spot is for. Now, WFAN Daily, you get the top stories of the day, and we have a little more room to play with as far as involving the other sports, like the Rangers, like the Knicks, maybe the Islanders get involved uh, as well. But we do a little bit, uh, a little bit of everything here on WFAN Daily. All right. 
Yanks embarrassed themselves with Soto in the press conference. So think about that Zoom. You got Juan Soto. Can you imagine the Mets gave Yamamoto and they're going to do it via Zoom? Oh, come on. It's Juan Soto. This ain't Joey Wendell. You got to let him. Come on, let him out. Bring him into the stadium. Get some pictures with Soto and Yankee Stadium in the background. Put on the jersey. Jeez, what are they doing? And then the words from Soto, not indicating even in the least that he's thinking about anything beyond year one in pinstripes. All right, that does it for WFN Daily. Thanks for listening to the first edition. We'll see you again tomorrow.